coming up on the Kim Gravel Show. Do you have a a country music star story? You don't have to name names that you can share that would shock us. I have a rock star. That's even better. Even better. And and, and I love to name names because I don't think he'll mind. But This is the Cuban Bell Show. Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met. My mission is to encourage every single woman. We're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Kim Gravel Show. I am so glad you're here because this season we are leveling up our lives and we're going to do it together. So many great, yes, so many great topics we're going to be talking about. Today is no exception because we are going to be talking to Hannah Dasher. Talk about a woman of purpose. Talk about a woman who's leveled up her life and really started stepping in to what she is called to do. Um, Zach, Hannah's one of our favorite, most favorite people ever. I love Hannah. I love Hannah. I'm just going to say it. That's it. That's it. I love her. But why? But why, Zach? Every time I see Hannah do anything, it's fun and it's funny and it's relatable. And it's like, oh, she's cooking some recipe that I'm never going to eat. I don't care. I just want to watch her. Like she's singing a song. She looks great. She's entertaining. That's why I love Hannah. She reminds me a lot of you, Kim, actually. Well, she, well, you know, we're both Georgia peaches. You know, we're both from the yep. South. We're both from Georgia. But the, I think the, the thing about Hannah that makes her so great is that she is so gifted. She's got an amazing following on TikTok. She's got cooking shows. She writes music. She travels with her band. Um, but she she's just authentically living her God-given call. And to me, I love to interview and talk to people who are walking in. And let me just tell you something, y'all. Just because you're walking in, you're calling in your purpose does not mean it's easy. Okay, it is the hardest thing you'll ever do, but it's the most fulfilling thing you'll ever do. So when you're walking in, you're calling in in your purpose, like what you're going to hear Hannah talk about here in a little bit, you are fulfilled. It's not easy, but you have the supernatural energy to complete the journey. You have the confidence to take the next steps. When you get knocked down, you can pop back up. It's, It's that that I want every single person that's listening to me right now or watching me right now to understand and comprehend for yourself. That's the leveling up we're talking about. It's about being able to know why you're here and not just know it, because knowing is one thing, but taking action is something different. And so today we're going to be talking to Hannah about how she decided, she recognized her confidence in her calling, and she's stepping in it day by day. So when we come back, we got Hannah Dasher. Y'all don't want to miss this. Kim, we've been getting so many great reviews on the show. Um, We have so many people leaving us five-star reviews. It makes me so happy. Yes. Um, And I actually thought it would be fun to play a little game with the reviews. Um, I'm going to read you a review that we got on the show, a real review. Um, and I want you to review the review. 
Okay. So I'm reviewing the reviewer. Okay. You're reviewing it. the review itself. Yes. Here's what we just got a few days ago. Uh, this is from Apple, uh, from Apple. Lee can, uh, there's like okay. seven or eight E's in this name. Uh, wrote, I love it. Amazing. Probably one of my favorite podcasts. I usually stay oh. in the political side of podcasts. So it's extremely refreshing. Oh, wow. To have <laughs> her uplifting spirit and joyful attitude while I sit on my porch and drink my coffee. Five stars. Oh. So, Kim, first of all, how many stars would you give that review? I'm going to give Lee five stars. I'm going to tell you why. Anybody that can stomach all the political podcast and come out on the other side of it happy in a good mood, that girl's got some mental strength. I love her. I have one note, though. I have one note personally, because she said probably one of my favorite podcasts. What's going on, Lee Can? No, I, I, listen, listen, she's she's a, she's five star for me. Absolutely five star. <laughs> All right. So giving a five star review is so easy. Kim just did it. It is. Uh, Lee Can just did it. Um, so if you want to uh, give us a five star review, we would love it so much. We might even read no, it but, on but, the but, show. But, hold on. Hold on. Don't not if you want to just go on and give it. Just go on down there and give the five-star review. <laughs> head over to Apple Podcasts, the Spotify. Head over to our website, KimGravelShow.com. Yes. Give us a five-star review. It helps other people find the show. So you help everyone build this community. Um, we love you. We love you. All right, y'all are in for the biggest treat of your life. And I'm going to tell you why. Because one of my favorite country music artists is on the show Today, again, this is this is her second time, but now you're going to get to see and hear her. She has gotten, yeah. where do I even begin, Zach? I mean, she's, uh, her new single, she's got out called That Thing You Like. Wait till you hear it. We're going to show you a little bit of it. Uh, let's just do it. She's a TikTok star, y'all, with over 1.5 million subscribers. Uh-huh. And she has an amazing show on there called Stand By Your Pan. Wait till you hear about that. Uh, she's hosted the red carpet for the Country Music Television Awards last year. And she has been working in the music business and on her music career for over a decade. And now she is taking off. And when you meet her, you'll understand. When you listen to her music, you'll know. My dear friend, my Georgia peach sister. Hannah Dasher, welcome. Hannah Dasher. <laughs> love that. Love that. <laughs> Don't you love that, Hannah? That's so you, girl. Are you that, 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 that's some Diplo stuff right there, man. There's no places for that. Yes. <laughs> okay, Hannah, you, you have been so busy, girl. You get a round. What has been going on? Just give us, get everybody a little 411 before we really dive in about what's, your career is taking off. And would you say a lot of it started on TikTok? TikTok definitely gave me a bigger platform to, you know, it it exposed me to the world. I've been on a weight loss journey the last year or so. You look gorgeous. uh, I've been trying to make some transformations on the inside and the outside. So I'm down Mm. about 20 pounds of two pant sizes and working out with Wilson, the grit and hustle. He is awesome. I still eat fried chicken once a week. Don't tell him that. So no, you do it. Do it, but, honey. In honor of I, your roots. In honor of I your roots. It, but I've, I've been navigating this uh, this music release, or this record mm-hmm. release, rather, uh, independently. Um, I've enjoyed the freedom uh, to release music at my own leisure and the songs that I want to release um, with a pedal steel guitar on them, because I've always wanted that and had to fight for that while I was at a label. I use the word fight loosely. I, I wasn't uh, 
I wasn't ugly. I was raised right. But you know what I mean? But yeah, it's I know what you journey. mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, it is a journey, especially in such a male-dominated field. I mean, you are, I mean, the music industry is male-dominated anyway, but especially country music, because you grew up in Georgia, right? You're a Georgia peach for real. And your influences in country music, I mean, Alan Jackson, right? Are male-dominated, yes. Yes, I I, I welcome that male-domination thing. I mean, Reba dominated because she could easily be one of the boys. She was like, well, I'm not cutting a bunch of ballads like these sissies are. I'm going to cut some upbeat stuff like the men are doing. And that's the mentality that I've had when I moved to town as well. Um, you know, I just, I've always been attracted to man music. I love Reba too. I love women uh, and, and, and their talents as in well. Music, but you know absolutely. what I'm trying to say. I but totally, yes, I but totally. Yeah, but, but the artists that you mentioned like, that spoke to me, obviously, Alan Jackson, um, Hank Williams Jr., Eric Church, Tom Petty, and Aretha. Those are some acts that I would say are big influences of, of what I do. Well, you have that soul, girl. You have that soul. But we, we, we got to talk about what I, when I first saw your TikTok show, Stand By Your Pan, <laughs> I got <laughs> so for all of you people who don't know country music, Tammy Wynette uh, recorded a song called Stand By Your Man decades yes. ago years ago and it was it was it was a huge hit and so you decided wasn't this during covid wasn't this during the lockdown you decided yes, to do this yes. during covid everybody was complaining about well the restaurants were shut down so everybody was stuck inside and had to cook and fend for themselves and i thought oh my lord girls my age don't know how to cook they Let don't teach them something they don't it's so sad zach i feel sorry for you honey you know <laughs> my, I, mean, I will say my wife is a great cook Get and, it, girl, and that's why she's wiped right? up. And she's also a food anthropologist, so she knows everything there is to know. <laughs> she's brilliant, beautiful, and can cook. But no, Stand By Your Pan was this thing that really took off um, because it's like these, how many, like minute, 30-second recipes that you put on? Right, right. Well, yeah, uh, under a minute, the platform was then. Now it's kind of graduated to longer platforms, which I don't really have a lot of time to do longer yeah. videos because I'm obviously trying to uh, reincorporate the music back into that. But I thought, why not marry my country music uh, with my love for food and cooking and my Southern culture, if you will, and and capitalize on what's happening and uh, entertain people in the process uh, and just uh, showcase more of my personality, something that they aren't getting on Spotify, that they aren't, that they weren't getting like on Instagram, if you will. So, and it worked. Who knew? I made some joke about Tanya Tucker, love you, girl, and a cucumber tomato salad. And uh, who knows? Who, who knew that it would do what it's done? Rachel Ray, two shows, Rachel Ray later, and yeah. Yeah, y'all got to go watch it. And um, we're going to be talking a little bit later about next steps with that. But you said something recently that I heard on an interview that, girl, because you said you were working on the inside and the out. And um, I totally get that. I I know what you, you know, we are both women of faith. We grew up in, 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 that in the church we grew up i always say my roots are in the dirt and in the church i have farmers and i have preachers in my background yes. so i totally you know i know where you're coming from but you said something recently that i saw in an interview that blew me my mind and i totally I, made me love you even more you said you believe in godfidence not confidence yes godfidence what do you mean by that cuz so many people watching right now are having a crisis of confidence. What do you mean by that? Confidence is God-given confidence. It is, uh, it's spending time along with God and uh, being self-aware, knowing who you are, knowing what you bring to the table, much of what you talk about in your new book. Um, but it is just, it's 
being confident in your worth and and, and in what you've called to do, and uh, and and walking confidently with your held with your head held high, you know, knowing that you know that he's the boss man and uh, and and he's the one that that gifted you and called you to do, you know, to walk the path that you're walking, not to ramble on, but confidence. No, I love it. What, do you, have you been? Have you been able to walk in that all your life? I mean, have you struggled with that some too? Like oh, I know I have. Been, no, it's uh, it's something that I've definitely had to grow into. I've I've been heavy and battled with my weight my whole life. I had a twin. I have a twin sister who, uh, you know, growing up and through high school and college, was much prettier than me. She had those natural perky double D's, and I had to go buy mine, girl. <laughs> <laughs> which, which bo- boobies are confidence. Boobies are boobies are power. Said Annie Potts on designing women. You know what I love. Yeah, I remember. Well, why, yes, and I totally yeah. agree with that. Mm-hmm. I'm yes, feeling but, not very uh, powerful right now. I just want to right. say. <laughs> right. but, I mean, your audience will, will love that. But um, um, but it was it was hard to grow up around. You know, I was a an ugly duckling, if you will, around a bunch of beautiful, beautiful, pageanty, gorgeous, really, really pretty girls. And so I had to learn how to capture the attention of a room, but I knew that was by God's design. And I have, as I have grown as a human being and become self-aware and, you know, earned a living, a better living for myself, I've been able to grow into that beauty and uh, and appreciate all of my imperfections, all of my, mm. you know what I mean? Like I just, I, I know why God made me the way that he did and and why he made me who I am. And it's all kind of come together to, to create this Hannah Dasher brand. I know. And Hannah, what I love about it is I would say you are a 100% unique individual. Like everyone is right. Every God made everyone special and unique and that's great. But what I'm saying is you really own that, you know, you own that and you present that and you're inspiring and aspirational to other people who are doing it. What, what advice can you give to someone right now that's listening that would say, how did you, how did you lean into that? How did you take those steps into it? I mean, I heard a little bit like necessity. You're like, I I just didn't have it. So I had to reach for it. But what has made you really go after the call on your life, girl? Well, I think, uh, sexiness uh, having sex appeal and swag is confidence. You can have a, a person that's a, well. It is though. Yeah, you can have exactly breeze. You could have a person that's a that may be a six or a seven, but mm-hmm. to me they're a ten if if they carry themselves in such a way. I mean, it, we've all heard the expression "fake it till you make it." Um, I, I think it takes twenty days to make a habit, and so if one of those habits you need to create for yourself is to be more confident in who you are, not cocky, because that's something that that's uh, God's had to humble me. In that mm. process, and replace that confidence, that self overconfidence in certain areas with with confidence, because I, I believe confidence also contains humility. Wow! So, oh, see this? I, I hear us. I hear a song in that for you. Uh, I'm an 85 year old. Well, we wrote one and we just put it out. It's called Ugly Houses, and it's definitely about Ooh. how God's in the renovation business too. You know, we buy ugly houses. The, We're flipping. The He's a flipper. He's a flipper. He, he, yes, he's a fixer-upper and a flipper. Exactly. And I'm learning to, instead of just press forward, press forward, press forward for uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, whatever the next thing is, because this town will program you. This town is in sure. Nashville. It's, it's so much a town of, well, what's next? Well, okay, that's great, but what's next? And Instead, I've learned to program myself to celebrate little victories. Like, I didn't celebrate my record deal when I got it. Like, I mean, mm. I did. I'm grateful for it. But, but you know, I, I didn't stop to take moments to 
to celebrate big victories or little victories. And so I've been much more intentional about that in the last year, year and a half, I would say, uh, to do that. Let's talk about your how you started in this business, because you say when you first started in the music business, which is a tough business, any business that you're going into, because you're basically an entrepreneur. You're basically your own boss. You're basically pr- your own promoter, your marketer, your Uber driver, yes. your band, your sound. Right. Yeah. A to- <laughs> well, yeah. Most entrepreneurs are broke. But <laughs> in, like in order to pay for your band, you had to start cleaning houses. You would sell your guitars. You even sold the first guitar your daddy ever gave you. You know, you've had to really work and struggle to even just be able to have the equipment to go play gigs, bars, community centers, fairs, right? Like, how did, I, how did you I get did, started did, on this? And, I did, and, and it was tough, and I and I was resentful, uh, if I'm completely honest, of, of, of my fellow, of my peers, you know, artists who have, who have, who have passed me. Um, because, you know, we, we were both writing for major publishing companies with major publishing deals, but when they were, you know, having rehearsal and, you know, because they could afford to rehearse their band like they needed to. You know, I was scrubbing toilets and uh, doing the bare minimum and just trying to throw stuff together uh, by, you know, with what little bit I could afford. And uh, anyway, and having to eat Taco Bell and unhealthy kind of stuff because I couldn't afford to buy mm. better stuff. I was pouring it all into the music. And um, anyway, so uh, I don't want to ramble on, but, but yes, all of that, though, has made me so grateful to go to the grocery store and well, with the exception of gosh, the last year or two, everything's kind of shot up, but to be able to buy whatever I need to open my refrigerator and to have a full fridge. And more importantly, to look at my living room here and to see the row and rows of guitars, um, that Fender and Gibson have given me. And, um, so I'm so grateful. Those are my reminders. What is one of the most favorite songs you've ever written? Oh gosh! Your really personal dep- favorite. Your personal favorite. My personal favorite. It's going to have to be a tie right now. Right now, "Crying All the Way to the Bank" is one of my favorites to perform live. Uh, but gosh, I mean, I would say "Ugly Houses" is ha- has to be one of those too. Is it's just uh, it's it was my first time sharing my faith. Hmm. Uh, mm. I love it. Okay. Can I tell you one of my favorites? Please. One of the brand new ones you got coming out. Can we listen to a little bit of it? Oh, yes, girl. It's scandalous. I got to tell you why. Play it, play it, Zach, because I want to tell everybody why it's one of my favorites. Let me just tell everybody who's listening right now that loves good country music. That hook right there, because I always say to people, what's the hook going to be? You know, when I create products or talk about stories or whatever, what's the hook going to be? Babe, girl, I taught them that thing you like. (laughs) Uh, A fellow Georgian, Mr. Wynn Varble, who is a comedian in his own right, brought me that hook. And of course, I had to jump on it. And uh, I'm the one that taught him that thing you like. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. 
And uh, <laughs> so I threw in the, you know, ne- never, never was much of a lover till I got him under the covers. Uh, you know. But I love it because, uh, first of all, that sounds like, you know, you've lived a little bit of that experience. Not going to go into that, but I can tell you, well, you wrote I, it. I, I feel like good luck, Chuck. Honestly, I just, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, you, you train up a man the way he should go. And, and, and when he flees from you, he will, he will marry the love of his life because he uses all the good stuff on her. I mean, that's basically, so goes to be it. Uh, that's life. That's life. I love it. And notice she quoted a little bit of Bible in there, too. I love it. All, only Hannah Dasser can talk about under the covers, a little bit of Bible all in one. That makes a good oh, Southern well, woman right there. Well, I've decided no more projects. I want a partner, obviously. And so oh, I, am, I love that. I've been praying to become content in my singleness. And you know, yes. it's hard. It's hard to be alone. It's uh, I don't do hard drugs or anything, but I understand why artists kind of fall into that loophole because you sure. have such an adrenaline rush when you're on the road and you're on the show, you know, doing shows and it's just, it's a big high. And then it's like a, it's a serotonin crash and a real crash when you mm-hmm. get home on Sunday evenings. And it's really hard to come home to an empty house, uh, you know, when you've been around lots and lots and lots of people. Do you think you've had to put your personal relationship, your personal life kind of on the shelf for a little bit as you've been developing this career? Because it is a sacrifice. Um. Sure, I have. I have. I, it's it's hard to navigate, uh, you know, because men can be really jealous of what I do, uh, and uh, or resentful of the attention that I receive. Um, but again, that's the wrong man, and uh, I know that the right one's around the corner. I, I pray that he is. I hope he hadn't gotten hit by a Big Mac. Lord, where is he? I just don't want to be thirsty. <laughs> you know what I mean. Out. You yeah, know, I'm married, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing about Zach. He's surrounded by Southern women and bless his heart. That's he all I'm going to say there is bless his heart, right? Because th- there's bless something about heart. Southern women that you you got to be able to handle a lot to get. Are there polygamists you know. in Sacramento? I mean, maybe that's your thing. <laughs> I, I don't know that. <laughs> I gotta go over to Utah. She, she's a one. She's a one man woman. She's a one man woman. Yeah. You've been this married. Is, I'm happily married. I'm going on my 10 year anniversary uh, next month. Congratulations! Don't that's, take that's that for granted. Do don't take. Agreed. Agreed. You were going to ask me something, Hannah. What'd you say? How long have you been married? I've been married 24 years. That's huge. Yeah. That's, congratulations. That is huge. It's huge. And let me just tell you something, y'all. And I'm I'm here talking and everybody's watching this is going or listening to this is going to agree. Marriage is not easy. Marriage is a choice. It ain't love. Love is a choice. Yes. Yeah. It's a, People say, oh, I love him. He's my soulmate. I'm like, uh-uh, honey. You have to get up every day and choose that thing. Choose it. And this is the thing. And people always say, you know, can't be so terrible to try for some of I said, no, I'm not just truthful. I mean, it's just... Yeah. It, there's power in choice. There's power in deciding this is who I'm going to be, you know, outside of, you know, abuse and things like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times that grass is not greener. It's got a lot of problems. But what it's, a powerful it, example you're setting to Blanton and uh, what's your other youngin's name? Bo, I can't remember. Yeah. Bo. Bo. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. what, what a great example. My parents were together for 20, 21 years before they split, but, uh, I feel like they really presented a strong example of yeah. love and, and respect to one another. And they're still friends to this day. Anyway, um, but, and their divorce yeah. is actually what sparked my songwriting. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, and I'll tell you something, Hannah. He, your ideal man is out there for you. But what, what if you could choose him, if you could make him, if you could just put your, put your vision <laughs> board going, pray to God, what would he be? 
Lord, uh, a younger Randy Hauser, a Scott Eastwood. Scott, oh, Lord, that's Clint's specific. son. It, he, he's delicious. That's very specific. I haven't, no, I've got to Google him. <laughs> well, someone, I, someone that's, that's pretty on camera. He doesn't necessarily have to be. Well, I mean, I, I have a, I'm a tall, dark, and handsome kind of type, you know what I mean? But I, I do love blonde-headed men, too. But I just, I like the tall, dark, and handsome. But I always say, must be blessed in the brains and blessed in the britches. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. That's the show. Like, That's it, everybody. No, it's not. no we're just getting started. <laughs> Hang on, people. Hang on, people. Um, <laughs> I, I, this is something you say, too. I mean, this is what I love about Hannah. She talks in sound bites. And the great thing about it is, I, I, it's scary, Hannah, because when you say things, I know what you're going to say before you say them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. We're so similar. Here we go. Uh, I love what you say. The most successful people are the most self aware. Amen. Yeah. But but they but they keep that that comes from not to interrupt you, Queen. Go ahead. But from but from keeping people around you who are direct and honest with you because you know and people who are in the spotlight like you guys or like me we're we're in a bubble a lot. Like look at you can look at our uh, our political leaders and all like people in the spotlight, celebrities. They're in a bubble and people kiss your butt. Um, and I like to keep people around me that tell it like it is and uh, that love me enough and respect me enough to be direct with me and who who can also receive that honesty back from me. That's that's who I keep in my posse. And uh, and I, and I believe I'm better for it. Well, I, I would agree with you on that. And self-awareness is a it's almost a superpower these days. It's something mm-hmm. that that is not. So common. It's almost like common sense. You know, they say common sense is not so common anymore. I, I would even go a step further and say self-awareness with social media, girl, and with everything that's out there. Everybody, oh. um, it, it's it's weird because narcissism is at all-time high and so is insecurity. How do those two things exist coexist in a person? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I think it's social media, of, there's just, we're so mm-hmm. prone to uh, comparing ourselves and then there's that instant gratification thing that's that's thrown in. So we don't develop character and confidence in the waiting, the waiting for things um, and uh, and the social skills that, that come from, uh, you know, having to pick up the phone and call someone as opposed to just sending a you know what I mean? Having to yeah. develop that, I think, also has a lot to do with developing confidence. You know, when you are well received by someone that you meet for the first time, it adds to your confidence. And people have so much less of that, especially the last couple of years we've been shut in. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. 
That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I see you doing so much more than just singer-songwriter. I see you. Do you have any other aspirations? What are your goals, Hannah? What do you? Because this is the thing I love about this show and what people take away from what we do is that they're like, yeah, Kim, we love you, but they feel empowered to step into their calling and their destiny. Is there more for you, Hannah, than just being a great singer-songwriter? Thank you for saying that. Um- I truly believe so. I, I refer to myself as an entertainer. Uh, so whether I'm oh, okay. on camera, whether I'm whether I'm cooking, whether I'm doing a I don't know a, a quick little stand up piece or whatnot, or doing something on on television, I um, I see myself as a representative of uh, country people. But I mean, there's so much rock and roll and, and what I do as well too with my mm-hmm. live show and my love for that and my my group of friends and my fan base is is very eclectic. But um, but again, I just um, I think God made me that way in order to 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 reach people, in order to reach yes. people, and kind of yes. and, and, and to kind of bridge the gap. I, I, I'd like to to use my whatever it is that I am. I, I'd like to use that to to kind of bridge the gap, like my my blazing and praising line. For one, I probably uh, offended some evangelicals, but I've also brought a lot of uh, hippies, if you will that don't think the God yeah. thing is okay, kind of over to that side, they're starting to ask questions and things like that. And, you know, I, I don't consider myself a missionary by any means, but uh, I've done the same or trying to do the same with country music. You know, people comment, I don't listen to country anymore, or I don't like country music, but I love this. And I just want to be an entertainer that really bridges the gap. Well, you might not be a missionary, but you're certainly on a mission. There you go. Well, I, I ain't for everybody either, but uh, I, I, I know I'm definitely for... For, for more than my current audience. I agree with that. I see TV, movies. Just hang on, girl. Hang on There's to your bootstraps. The There's stuff in There's, the works, for sure. Yeah! Oh, good, good, good. Oh, Hannah, you've got to tell me everything, honey. Yes, um, girl. I, but I knew it. I knew it when I saw Stand By Your Pan. I said, there's something to this. There's something exciting. There's something fresh. There's something empowering about you that is... Um, a modern day Dolly Parton, and I've said that before to oh, you, to your face. But it, it, there's something about it. You don't take yourself too seriously, but what you take what you do very seriously. I love and, for that. And, I love to be a madam in a western. Now I would love to be as long as I can make out oh God. like a young madam. Well, like, the, the best little whorehouse in Texas. If they redo it, you got to go audition for that Lord, baby. Lord, girl, or hee haw. Hee haw is the thing I'm holding out for. <laughs> Oh my gosh, those are the days. Hannah, those are the days. Hee hee, hee ho, ho, ho. I've been approached okay. by a lot of, you know, like the food industry kind of things to, to do a, a food geared show. And, and um and I'm I'm open to that, but you don't see Rachel Ray or Paula Dean co-hosting SNL or the Country Music Awards. Uh you don't see them being a guest on Jimmy Fallon or things like that. And I 
would love to be on SNL. I would love to, like I said, be a representative of the country genre in whatever realm that I'm in. And so I don't want to limit myself to just the food world because let's face it, my, my kitchen pays homage to my grandmother and people, you know, until they meet me in person at a show, they're like, oh, you're so much younger than I thought you were. You know, yeah. because girls my age don't cook. And I just, I, I don't want to limit, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, limit myself. Well, you, to you, just, you just go through the doors that open because the right doors are mm-hmm. coming for you. I say this to people all the time. Um, you know, you make a plan, you work the plan, but be flexible. And and I know with my career and my life, I'm not doing anything I thought I was going to be doing. And but it's everything I never thought. Yes. Yeah, I, it's everything I never thought I always wanted. Though it's like one of those things. Where like, oh my god, I love this. I didn't, you know, I never envisioned it. You know, the way it has turned out and the way it's growing. But be flexible because big things are in store for you. Okay, let me ask you this. Um, I have just recently, and people might judge me. I don't care. I love AI. Now, it's my mom's like, the devil is a lie. It is the rapture. Oh. And God is coming back. You know, all this. Because I'm sure, I'm sure all of the above is true. Well, I know it's true, but I don't know if it's tomorrow. But girl, and everybody's on strike in Hollywood because of, you know, what AI can do in replacing writers. Are you, what do you think about AI and writing country songs? I've never tried to write a country song in AI, but should I? Well, who who's creating the AI Uh are they country people? Predominantly, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who's programming that robot? You know, or that that, that program? I love it. No, you're absolutely right. Can I right. just say you're saying that, mm-hmm. Hannah? But I I actually did when I was doing prepping this episode. Mm-hmm. I asked ChatGPT if it knew who you were, and do you want to know what it said? Uh oh. All right. It said. <laughs> oh, this I got to hear this. Yeah, Kim hasn't heard this yet. I said, so my question was, do you know who Hannah Dasher is? And Chaffee GPT said, oh, absolutely. Hannah Dasher is an incredible country musician and singer-songwriter. She's known for her powerful vocals, witty and honest songwriting, and her infectious energy on stage. With a voice that can make you laugh, cry, and everything in between, she's been making waves in the country music scene. Oh, I love that. Well, AI, you're a friend of mine, and I love that. <laughs> All right, everybody, you have got to go get Hannah Dasher's new music. It's out everywhere. Um, Hannah is everywhere, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, on, on all the streaming platforms. And tell them to come catch the show. I'm on my first headliner tour. It's the Tall Boy Tour. We're coming, we're <gasps> coming all over. Well, are you coming to the ATL? Uh, we just uh, had a sold-out <gasps> show in Atlanta this past weekend, girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. I, I know. Put two and two together. Oh, my Lord. I, I'm going to We're going to do, do something. We're, we're going to do something together. I promise you. I promise I'd you. I'd okay, love but to do that. Before we end the show, I always do the rapid fire questions. So just, you Let's know the drill. It. I'm going to ask the question. Bam, 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 bam. Just first thing comes to your mind. Don't even think about it. Rapid fire questions. Do you have a secret talent? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not as any of y'all's business. <laughs> I love you. Uh oh. Okay. That's yeah. it. What word do you want to be added to the dictionary? Hmm. Oh Lord. Should we have asked that? First word that came to mind was cunch. Okay. First of all, Hannah, I have to just process what you just said. Cunch. <laughs> so cunch. what is cunch? So what is cunch? So it's more urban slang. I don't know. I I, I haven't thought about what, what word does it mean. What does it mean? 
It means really country, like country. Like it's a like it's country. a more uh, it's a less it's a less offensive word than redneck. Should if, if one if one would take Got offense it. to that. Okay, <laughs> that is fantastic. We're leaving it there. I just wanted you to explain it. Okay, here we go. What object brings you the most joy? Fried chicken. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. If you could invent a holiday, what would it be? Oh, happy country day. I, well, uh, I, I think I ought to have a country music day. I agreed. A thousand percent. National country music day. Okay. What is your favorite recipe? Favorite recipe? I would say, can I use one of mine? Is yeah. that talky? No. Uh, that's confidence. That's, that's confidence, girl. Yes. I would say uh, my cat had biscuits. I made a point to perfect that during COVID. So the biscuits oh. for Oh, yeah, I got to get that recipe and, and and try that on the kids. They'll love what? it. They yes. love a good biscuit and butter. Just just plain yes. old try butter. Man, and, okay. girl. What's the trick? Well, What's the trick to your biscuit? Yeah. Uh, mm. Whole fat buttermilk. Uh, lard. Okay. White lily flour, although they don't pay me to tell you that anymore, but I love them. <laughs> but this is the whole thing. Lard is the key. In gr- lard is something that we're not using as much anymore these days because of the health, you know, ramifications. But I don't right. know. My grandparents lived in their 90s, and they probably ate lard every day. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Good biscuits. I'll, uh, my biscuits bring on the boys to the yard. I think it's, it's pinned on my TikTok profile <laughs> for those that are listening if they want to reference that video. Um, I will. Uh, I'm fixing to start posting more to YouTube, um, but I will do some longer-form videos there that will kind of explain the, the details of what I do. And when a cookbook comes out, we're in the very early phases of that. Um, I'll include. I'll make sure to include my biscuit recipe. It will be Include included. it. And you have to come back on and promote it. Okay. If you could instantly learn anything, what would it be? Oh, gosh. More guitar. Mm. More guitar. I, I take some solos live, uh, but I'm inspired by Bonnie Raitt and uh, oh, Dwayne right? Allman and Clapton. And I'm, I'm inspired by, by really, really great talent. And I wish that I could tread a little bit more. Do you have a a country music star story. You don't have to name names that you can share that would shock us. I have a rock star. That's do- even better. Even better. And and, and I love to name names because I don't think he'll mind. But uh, <laughs> so Justin, Justin Timberlake, it was the year that Chris Stapleton was kind of brought out into the public and Justin Timberlake and he did Tennessee Whiskey on the CMA Awards and was like, ooh, country music is coming back. Anyhow, I was backstage for the first time and I had so much fun and we had all the free alcohol in us uh, to think that we could get into Justin Timberlake's after party. And after many failed attempts, my girlfriend and I, uh, who was the wife of like uh, my publisher and a prominent country, you know, rock and roll country singer, we were walking down the sidewalk with our head hung low and up walked Steven Tyler, Aerosmith. And he says, uh, he called her by her last name and he's like, you know, Mr. Johnston, Mr. Johnston, you know, what's what's the problem? We said, we're trying to get into Justin's party. And they just won't let us. They're just treating us like second class. And he said, well, screw them. You're my date and you're my date. And uh, and he walked us right in. <gasps> and it was kind of wearing the party's lane. But in that door, like, oh, my gosh. I love Stephen Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I love Aerosmith. There you go. That's not that's that's a great story. There's no there's no Look, tea still there. Really good story. No, no, okay. Um, name one person you would want to be trapped in an elevator with. Ooh, Scott Eastwood. I got to go Google him. Is he hot? That's Clint Eastwood's son. Can you imagine? No. Nah. Young Clint Eastwood was 
Yummy. <laughs> he was. He okay. was. Everybody's oh, got a review on this. He looks just like his father. He does. Ooh, yes. Send me a picture. Text me a picture, Zach. Text me a All picture right. right now. Oh my lord! Right? Doesn't he have the? Has the eyes? Don't you want to be trapped in an elevator with that thing? Okay, Hannah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, praying about that one. I'm gonna be praying that for you. <laughs> okay, um, what brings you joy? My faith. Mm. Oh, and again, God. that's a choice. But uh, one of my favorite things to do, uh, moving past that, but uh, is my the meet and greets that I'm doing right now on my Tallboy tour. I love to, you know, as long as I'm able to, like uh, I stand in line for about an hour to an hour and a half after my show, and I meet people and I sign autographs and. Uh, and I just uh, hug their neck and take pictures with them. And that's uh, my favorite part about what I do is hearing their stories and, you know, how this video got them through or this song got them through, COVID or things like that. Sweet tea or a nice cold beer? Sweet tea. Meat, I love tea. Don't you love sweet tea? Mm -hmm. I love Don't tell sweet Wilson tea. I've been drinking it. <laughs> Mom's the word. Um, what is the strangest thing that's ever inspired one of your songs? I hate to wear out the ugly houses thing, but the, the We Buy Ugly Houses billboard sign, you know, you wouldn't really think to, to create a song mm. out of that. But If you could be on any uh, country music tour with any country music legend, who would it be? Dwight Yoakam. Oh, nice. he's a good one. And you know what? He does the acting thing. He's an entertainer. He's not just a musician, yes. singer, songwriter. Yes. He's so much bigger than Nashville, and Nashville is really just not giving him the love that he deserves. And I'm, I'm advocating for him to be in the Hall of Fame as well. I can't believe that he's not, but he is oh, so talented. So gifted. Last question. Can we what? manifest that? <laughs> I know you're I'm, doing doing I'm totally big on manifestation. How have you made it? Hmm. I am making music full time. And to me, that is that is making it. So uh, I look good on paper and my overhead is really, really, really high. But I, <laughs> but I believe that's making it. Um, you know, I, I go to the Kroger and I take pictures with people and uh, I'm recognized for what I do. AI, AI, I just knew who AI. I was. So they know go. who you are. There yeah. you go. <laughs> and I got to tell you, your star is just rising, my friend. You are probably one of the most genuine beautiful humans inside and out. And Hannah Dasher, I'm going to say, I knew you win. Just you return my funny. calls, my love, because I'm going to see you Girl. winning those awards. Grammys, TV, Emmys. Uh, I'm not even counting out Broadway. Tonys, all of it. Quadruple threat. Yeah. You're the goat. You're the goat, baby. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> hope so. Hope so. There's, some, there's something here for everybody. There's something on this record, I think, for everybody, too. So, I agree. Um, I, I hope I that agree. it resonates. All right. Well, we Thank love you, sis. Thank y'all for having me. Y'all are so much fun. Come like, back. Yes. Done. Yes. <laughs> I love, love you, girl. Hannah. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye. Zach, do you see why she's one of my favorite country music artists? I absolutely love Hannah Dasher. She is just She's one of my favorite country music artists, and I'm not even a country music guy. Well, the thing is, <laughs> I'm about pretty Hannah, sure I might have proposed to her, Kim, during the interview. I, know. I think I think you kind of have a you have a celebrity crush. This is your. Celebrity I have to crush. talk to my wife before this comes out. And yes, I'm sure she'll be like, whatever, Zach. Anyway, but the thing about Hannah is is that I love about country music in general is the storytelling, and there's so much um, rich history and heritage 
with all of us, but when it comes to Hannah and her stories, you've got to go check her out. Check her out on TikTok, uh, Hannah Dasher on Instagram, um, and you know, keep an eye out for her new album that's coming out. Uh, go follow Stand By Your Pan on TikTok and, and make some of her amazing Southern country recipes. Um, and enjoy her music because I tell you what, she is truly the real deal, Holyfield. All right, guys. Till next time, this is Kim. I'm Zach. And we love you so much. And th- listen, let everybody know about the Kim Gravel Show. We're always trying to bring you new information, trying to lift you up, trying to help you level up your life. And um, we love you so much. Until next time, y'all keep the faith. We love you. All right, I think we're ready. Hold on. Let me just make sure everything. I don't want to miss anything, so clue us in. I know, you know right? what, yeah. I've got a lot to say. I love it. <laughs> well, who's right in AI? <laughs> Uh, like a, a southern man tells better jokes, right? <laughs> I'm sure artificial intelligence can. I'm, sh- I'm sure it's beneficial in some places, but but you know. I- the Kim Grabell Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening, and we love you.